that tastes like somber bitterness Indeed. of the killing of your own friends. Welcome. This, this, these are my tears I'm drinking. <laughs> Welcome to Beyond the Basement, the complete breakdown, breakdown podcast. podcast. That's Rachel. I'm Peter, and we are down today. One of our cast members, Eric, who is in on vacation. Yes, with his lovely wife, who you never see, but we laugh at repeatedly. But she's very lovely, and um, I heard they went uh, to an island cruise. I think it was called Paradise Island. Something Paradise like that. Island? Yeah. Yeah. There was like some flying ship. Or they something. said it was like a Titanic experience. Yeah. They were gonna have to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they'll be back next week. But the show must keep moving forward until we crush, crush our enemies. Oh, wow. Didn't even practice that. Oh, yeah. All right. Um, yeah. So uh, this episode is episode 85. Boom. Season four, part two. I don't even give a crap anymore. It's whatever. It's episode 85. And it's called. Traitors. Traitor. I think it's just traitor. Is oh, it plural? Traitor. Traitors. Well, we should probably have known that for sure before we said it but it's one of those yeah traitor yeah two more episodes episodes left left in the final season of attack on titan and then what we don't know movies and then at least one because how 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 there's no way they could finish (sighs) in two episodes we got an email this week from somebody who was saying like do you guys feel like they really amped up the pacing like one episode no connie's like I'm going to feed this person to a Titan. I'm crazy. All right. No, I'm sorry. We're all good. And we're going to have pie like, <laughs> literally a day later. We're all going to just yeah. chill around. Um, there is a lot of, I feel like, amping up and a, and a quickening of the pace. Um, and the music, I feel like, is accompanying that. They're trying to get us ready for some kind of ending. But what ending can you have in just two episodes? I don't even know. The rumbling is happening. We don't know where the frick Aaron is. We don't know where Zeke is. Levi looks like a mummy. Uh, what else is happening? We don't know where Historia is. Like, what even happened to her? Are they going to explain? How? 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 I don't know. Yeah, one thing we noticed on Crunchyroll is it has, it has like season one, season two, season three, season four, the last season. It doesn't have a season five, but it has like a season six, which is like which the is OVAs. The f- yeah. Um, so we're like, okay, is season five going to be added later as like a full length movie? Is that they're going to call season five, even though they don't want to call it another season because I don't <laughs> I know. know. It's so strange. They did the same thing with, um, with the hunt. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, Demon Slayer. They have two separate mm-hmm. like shows. They're like, oh, this is this arc. This is this arc. I'm like, we don't. We don't understand that. Just put it all under the same thing. Let us just filter. Well, so this is like season, yeah, 20, basically. Anyway, um, I would enjoy a movie as long as I don't have to wait two and a half years for it to come out. Like if they've been working on the movie the whole time and we can see it like. In the summer. In the summer. Or the fall even. I'd be down. That'd be a great Christmas present. Sometime in this year. However. It's probably not going to happen. If they were to do a one more season instead of a movie, I mean like each episode is 22 minutes. And so all you have to have is like six episodes. Yeah. And that's already more than a movie. Anyway. So um, we're going to do a recap of this episode. Rachel's recapping. She's going to be like Connie who capped and then recapped Samuel's body. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Good dad joke there. Okay. We all need to cry now. 
All right, so it starts out with Hanjay and Gath scoping out the situation, and the Jaegerists have rigged the flying ship with all the dynamite. And Hanjay and Magath discuss what is happening, what they think they need to do, and then they look up into the sky dramatically. And we find out why later. Um, Annie is talking to the crew about what needs to be done. And in pure Annie fashion, her solution is to wipe everyone out and kill everyone. She's very, she's very consistent. Just kill everyone. Um... Mikasa wants to protect the Asmobitos, and they discuss that and realize that they can't fly the ship without them, so they do need to, in fact, protect them. Anya Capone says he can fly it, but he can't put the wings back on. So if you don't have wings, you can't fly. I don't know if you can fly without wings. I can't. Uh, I can fly in my heart. Okay. So um, the the crew doesn't want to kill their comrades they Weird. don't they don't they don't want to kill the people they've known since they were cadets and they kind of have Connie freaks out he starts freaking out he's like I don't want to kill my friends ah! um the other the other three just kind of are very stoic they don't really say a whole lot especially Armin he doesn't talk for the longest time <laughs> even when people are trying to get him to talk he just stands there like a statue um, and then Annie says, you know, you guys should just sit this one out. We shouldn't ask you to kill your friends. That's too That's too much to ask. Yeah. And she should know because she's been doing it. <laughs> she knows exactly what it costs to and kill her friends. And then she hid in a crystal for four years because of it. Um, and then Reiner has an epiphany. Epiphany what? An epiphany. And then he also agrees, tells them to sit out. Then Hanjay comes back. She says the Jaegerists have killed four of the Asmobitos and that they saw a lot of steam. And by that steam, she's calculated that the rumbling has begun in Marley and most of the coastal towns have been wiped out. This causes McGath to have a psychotic break and he starts trying to break Elena's arm at the same time to get her to tell them where he's going. Um, Gabby and Falco start to leave because, you know, Watching another person break someone's arm is freaky. And the dirt falling down as they try to escape snaps Megath out of his murderous rage. Anyokopon says, we don't have time to torture her. Yeah, he kind of, Megath kind of goes on this like apology tour. And then Megath starts apologizing. Apologizes to everybody. Says like, hey, can we just yeah. overlook it for now? He gets real. Yeah. And then. Makes an, a, a heartfelt plea. Armin's like, no. I'm not gonna stand by while you, while you guys get your hands dirty. I have to get my hands dirty too. Hanja agrees. They all agree they have to go do this mission. Yeah. Meanwhile, Flock is being completely Flock. insane and creepy as usual. Azumobito is not putting up with his crap. She's very unimpressed with his insanity. Um, Flock puts a gun to her head. Tells her that she needs to know her place. Armin starts screaming at this point, and we get right into the action, and it's just nonstop craziness from this point on. Armin and Connie are really trying to sell it. They're trying to sell that they're chasing the cart titan, and they're chasing the armor titan, and we got to get the flying ship to catch them, and come on, come on, come on, come on. And 
they ride their horses dramatically and they manage to convince Samuel and Daz that they're on their side and that they need to take the explosives off of the flying ship. But everyone is still really tense because even though they want to believe each other, they or they want to believe Armin and Connie, they kind of don't completely and Armin and Connie know it. Then they hear some gunshots. Flock continues to live. Dang it. All the bad words. Starts yelling at everyone that Armin and Connie are traitors and Mikasa are traitors and you need to kill them all. So then a lot of things start exploding. Mikasa saves the Osmobitos and the engineers, gets them to the basement with Jean. And then Armin gets shot multiple times in the face and the shoulder and the, I think the stomach perhaps or the back. I'm not sure. Anyway, um, there's a struggle for the gun. And then there's a lot of emotional trauma that happens after that. <laughs> the... Uh, Let's see. Reiner and Annie transform and start squashing people like bugs. Very nostalgic. Mm-hmm. Um, Connie and Armin continue to plead with Samuel and Daz. They don't want to kill them, but then Connie makes this terrible choice, and that's it. And they use some one of those like season one cliffhangers. Yeah, man. this is like yeah, we just shot our friends in the face, and, and uh, uh, that's it. And now we're gonna have to wait till next episode. So we kind of predicted a little bit of what was going to happen this episode. Obviously, we didn't know it was going to be this brutal, it was so but intense. we figured that this episode had to be pretty quick, and they had to hurry up and get a hold of the flying ship because it's got to be at least two episodes. The confrontation with with Aaron, right? Can't just be one episode. I would think so. If it's just one episode of them confronting Aaron, I feel like that's a pretty quick rush for like the greatest grand epic boss of four season yeah, buildup. If you know? they just go, if they take us off. And tell us what's going on with Astoria. I'm going to lose my mind. Also, yeah, what is happening with Astoria? <laughs> yeah, has Maeve been born? What's happening? Yeah. What if she was born like right when the rumbling happened? That'd be crazy. Her yeah. name is Rumbling. No. <laughs> yes. Um, so, yeah. Season open. Or the uh, sh- the episode opens up. You got Magath and Hanji, right? An unlikely duo. And they're spying out um, the port, trying to figure out what they're going to have to do and, mm-hmm. and they said uh, Hanji says I never imagined Flock taking action this quickly yeah and we got a comment um, yeah how did he get the, all the way over there from where he was before I mean I guess he, he must have taken a train yeah he but does mention the train what's interesting is it's, just, it's not even like the fact that he was able to travel there quickly it's the, more the fact that his character has changed in like a season and a half right like season three is when He's, um, yeah, he goes dies. being a sniveling victim to a tyrant. He's like frozen in fear and he almost has like the character arc, the reverse of what you want it. Mm-hmm. He goes from being like this sniveling, scared in fear, frozen in fear guy to being like, no, I know exactly what I'm going to do. It's the worst possible thing, yeah. but he has motivation. He's still acting out of fear and control though, if you ask me. I mean, that's what all authoritarians act out of in my opinion, but, yeah. um, but it's just now he's like, quickly putting things together he's suspicious of everybody like i think he would rat his own grandma out for you know 299 in the name of aaron yeager yeah exactly beautiful dream of destroying the entire planet yeah um you lunatic somebody said that yeah allison said he's smart but he's not he's, he's not he's evil smart. but he's not dumb right he's smart but he's dumb and well he's, but he's not like stupid he's not like oh he's okay clever, armin but he's blind perhaps would be a better way to yeah i mean that's what everybody i'd say 
every authoritarian's that's weakness what anno- is. That's what is so annoying about him is that he's not a complete incompetent fool. Exactly. Which is really frustrating. The, the writing is a great villain. Like you love to hate him. And you want to see him get his comeuppance so badly. I hate to hate him. No, I'm just kidding. But I mean, that's what... uh, (laughs) He's he's an actual villain. Guys like Conor McGregor, guys like Floyd Mayweather, guys like um, uh, Mike Tyson, and even even before him, Muhammad Ali. The reason Muhammad Ali was such a big draw is because he made you either want to pay to see him get knocked out or want to pay to to see him win. Either way, you wanted to pay to see him. And so... This is the you know, this is the drawing of a great character as somebody who like you oh I can't stand that guy yeah. but you also understand why he's doing what he's doing he became this like jacked up PTSD scarred person who developed out of his um, wounding this messed up ideology of the world and he sees the world as like there needs to be a devil and we need to go find this stuff and he found his devil in Aaron Yeager yeah he did the same devil that Ymir made the pact with mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. And and that devil is what his his new his new god is, you know, and he worships that devil with everything. And the the manifestations of flock, if they are true true, if they are a true expression of Aaron's beliefs, we're all in trouble. However, I th- I still think that basically like flock is the inmate running the asylum, <laughs> and Aaron's just like do whatever you got to do. I have to go on, and, and I'm going to use you to get what I need to get. Basically, yeah. Who knows at this point. Um, so the question is, why haven't they blown up the boat yet? They, the, the flying boat, the Asmobitus flying boat is still there. It's still covered up and it hasn't been blown up yet. And McGath and, and Hanji are discussing that. Yeah, they. she says, you know, it'd be sad if they blew it up because that's two decades of technology just, just lost. Um, yeah. But they probably want it to ensure that the mainland is empty after the rumbling happens, mm-hmm. which what better seat could you have than a, an, airship, an yeah. airship seat front row seat to the rumbling happening and your dream of everyone dying being fulfilled yeah. i guess um what a disgusting dream <laughs> yeah, let me just terrible. say um then they say the moment they realize we're here they're gonna blow it to smithereens mm-hmm. so they have to do this mission in incredible stealth or all at once it's gotta yeah. be a boom smash and a grab or it's gotta be like a stealth it's one of those like action games where you can choose be stealthy or you can try to like or just destroy everything go crazy and kill everybody before they hit the alarm or something yeah. like that which was annie's plan <laughs> she's like we have to wipe them all off the face of the earth and yes. steal the book simultaneously um yeah uh he says uh magath says if we can't manage this then we have no hope of taking on the founder this is mm-hmm. kind of the first step of a step of the new united warrior scouts the Scorriers. Yeah, the, the, I don't know. The Wouts. The, warrior, the Wouts. Okay, I like that one. <laughs> hey, well, there's volunteers too. It's the Scouts, true. the Warriors, and the Volunteers. The, I don't know. The Scoville. The Volunteers. The Scoville Tears. Scoville Tears. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they, uh, they're talking about, like, if we can't all work together and we can't get this thing taken care of, then there's no way we're going to be able to beat Aaron, you know? Yeah. So, like, okay, it's our first test. And as they're about to go down, they see something. Hanje sees something. I thought they saw something in the sky, a flying machine or the we're, flying titan We're, like, or so hyped about a flying titan. We're, <laughs> we're like, like, what did they see? It is coming. I was no. halfway expecting a UFO to descend at this point. Yeah. Um, they see the steam. And Hanji puts, of course, two Hanji and two together. Math. Hanji math. And she's like, oh, based on how high the steam is, the ocean and the speed they were walking, yeah, they're killing all of your children, Marley, right now, right? Mm. Hmm. Um, while this is happening, we flip over to uh, Annie, and she's like, 
Hey, uh, I know I just woke out of a crystal, but I'm going to tell you guys what to do. Because my name's Annie. I thought it was interesting. It's like, Annie, you don't know Armin anymore. You don't know Connie. He's been to jail, okay? He's just changed. Prison changed him. You don't she know. does know Armin, though. He's been talking to her for four years. Yeah, but he, she's not, she doesn't know what he's capable of. True. Like, I she suppose. doesn't know the fact. I, I don't. Maybe he told her, hey, by the way, I I nuked, killed children. I nuked, I nuked a freaking. women and children. Yeah, maybe he no does. Um, I don't know. It's just, I feel like it's interesting when you have, this happened to us recently, when you haven't, um, like, met with somebody or worked with somebody for a long time, mm-hmm. and then you go apart and they go apart, you both grow and you come back together and you're like, oh, the dynamic has changed a little bit. Mm-hmm. And it's it's not necessarily a bad thing or a good thing. It's just like we have to get re- reordinated with. Reacquainted. Reacquainted with what you're capable of, what I'm capable of. So we both know what's on the table. And Annie's like, we got to go murder everybody because that's what I'm good at. Because there's no other way, right, Armin? I come right out of um, stasis. And the first thing I want to do, man, I'm hungry for some murder. Pie and murder is what Annie's she hungry for. She just wants murder pie. Uh, so. <laughs> so. Um, she, yeah, she's like, listen, there's no other way to do this, right, Armin? You don't have some kind of grand plan like you cornered me, which I think she's still salty about that. She, she got caught, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like, listen, you don't know Armin. Armin's always got a grand plan. He's that... Um, He's always trying to come up with a way to not spill a single drop of blood. He, and he it fails every time. He's Teddy Roosevelt. He walks softly and carries a big stick, yeah. you know? he. Um, what's that other quote from Mad Dog, uh, the general... He goes, uh, I don't know. Something always be polite and have a plan to kill everyone you meet or something like that. <laughs> it's like, that's the world they All live right. in. Yeah. Um, yeah, the Wouts. I don't know. Scoriers? That's pretty good. Scoriers. The, the Scoriers? Yeah. That's the Warriors and the Volunteers. And he's pretty good at reducing complex situations into basically violence. That's what she's good at. Yep. She always chooses violence. Yeah. She. Which we violence. can't really blame her for because she was conditioned practically since infancy to always choose violence. Yes. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of not her fault. So Annie's like, by the way, we need to go ahead and kill everybody super quick. You guys ready to kill all your friends? And Connie hesitates. And he's like, oh, no, we can't. And she's like, why? And then Mikasa's like, well, you know, because the Azimabitos. And Connie's like, yeah. Yeah, he doesn't even know what he's saying. The Azimabitos. Abs, that's why I didn't want to do it. And I, and I was questioning for a minute, too. You're like, what? he didn't know why he did What? <laughs> I was like, why didn't he know why he didn't want to do this? He's just saying no with no thought behind it. <laughs> so Annie's like, why should we care? The Azimabitos attack the island, you know, or whatever. Yeah. And uh, Pick is like a voice of reason here. And she goes, now listen. We might need the Azimabitos to for the flying machine. They go to Anya Capone. He goes, yeah, I can fly the thing, which is impressive. Yeah. I don't know how many flying machines he's flown before. He's well, obviously he, he done flies the, the airship. The Zeppelin, right. But that's different than flying an airplane. And he can also fly the airplane, apparently. Well, we don't know for sure it's an airplane yet, but we what a pretty, gun. we're pretty much thinking it's This guy's airplane. full of surprises. You he know what I'm saying? He is a pilot. Yeah. Okay. I, what if he like just turns around and makes some like, uh, you know, animal balloons? It wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me one bit either. Uh, so pulls out a hang glider and just flies off like the <laughs> avatar. Right. He could transform. <laughs> like what? Um, so he so said, "No, listen. It will pose problems if we kill the Azimabitos or if they if they die because without the wings, it's really just a boat. Mm-hmm. I can fly it, but we need that them and the mechanics to get it actually flyable. Yeah. So like, how long is that going to take? Um, we still don't us, know. Yeah, we expect us to basically protect the Azimabitos while they're like trying to like work on." Like, that's a stressful situation. Like, you go in, 
You're like, hey, I'm here for my oil change. You're like, by the way, uh, you're going to be getting shot at while you're doing this. If you could go ahead and get that thing Don't done. Don't make any mistakes or we're all going to die. Yeah. Also. <laughs> so they're like, um, how long will it take? We don't know. It depends on the Asimovito. <laughs> okay. Um, so the question is, how can we buy enough time without them killing us? So then that's when Annie says, let's hear it, Armin. You got some grand plan, you know, like when you cornered me. And PX says, no, there's no such plan. We got to kill them all or we lose the boat. And um, yeah. And he says, oh, I see. You don't want to kill your friends. You don't want to kill the Jaegerist, which this is interesting because I know that there were some people who they went to cadet school with, mm-hmm. but it's been a while since we've seen them. Yeah. And I feel like we all had come to the point, at least us as viewers, where we're like, screw the Jaegerist, yeah. you know? They all suck. They all deserve. now we are reminded that they are they in fact characters that we do care about a little bit. Isayama is great at Why does the- he keep hurting me? <laughs> he's taking the black and white. And he's turning it into Greg, and he goes, "Hey, remember these people? They're not all it's faceless not jerks. Fair. They've got faces, they've got names, and you know them. Um, and and specifically, uh, Samuel and Debo. Sorry, Debo. Debo. Samuel. Daz. Daz. I'm talking about the wide receiver. Daz <laughs> and Samuel. Um, yeah. Are are uh, season one, episode three, I think, is what uh, Charlock said, and then mm-hmm. also we see him in season two. Um, Daz is the one that gets rescued in the snow. Historia rescues By Historia, her. which, where the heck is she? Yeah. Anyway, yeah. I digress. So he's trying to bring some some flesh back on this like evil wickedness, right? In, in this show, we keep wanting to go like, the monsters are completely evil. Yeah, us, we're small. Okay, well, I guess the monsters are people actually, too. Actually, they're people. The, well, these people are really evil because they're part of this. Co- well, actually, they're you know they're, we're all kind of evil as well. And we all have some some bad things inside. Okay, but mm. but no, but these these coup people are, are the ones, you know, the royals are. And then he keeps making us having to confront our humanity. And I, over and over. I think it's good. It makes us feel things, but it also really makes you think about what is genuinely right or wrong instead of just being able to paint with a broad brush mm-hmm. one entire side yeah there's no straw man here um so connie speaks up and he goes we're here to save people like that's why we signed up to stop aaron is to save people and you want us to start by, by murdering our, our friends. friends what the hell how is that a way to save people that's Poor not a good connie. first step right Gosh, i feel so bad for him yeah um, reiner takes the physical beatings and connie just gets he takes the emotional beatings beat all uh, the smithereens. I don't know if I said this when we started recording, but we need to make a chart of pain and suffering. Yes. And and see like who's at the top of the charts of pain and suffering, right? Zeke is up there. For sure. We got Reiner right up there. Yep. And then I think Connie Connie is this episode way up there. <laughs> gained some stock in the uh, soulmate died. The suffering chart. Yeah, his mom's anyway, yeah. He's he's got some stuff. Poor Connie. His whole village is dead. He has no friends that that he grew up with alive anymore. He has only his new friends. And now he has to kill half of them. <laughs> he's killing his new friends. I can see why he's Will a little touchy. Will any of Connie's friends live? Who knows at this point? I, I wonder, mean, he just saved Armin, but Armin's going to die. Like what? Imagine 20 years from now, right? Is, he's the cranky old man. Is Connie like, talks. no, I don't think he's a cranky old man. I think he's like the, he's like the Chuck Norris. Like the, the, <laughs> the government calls in like, hey, Hawkeye, we need one more killed. And he's like, just let me loose on him. Like he's the grizzled vet, you know? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe if he lives. Um, so Annie responds and she goes, true. You guys shouldn't have to take part in killing your friends. Unlike us, you probably wouldn't have broken down the wall that day. Mm-hmm. And you could tell the effects of that Hanjay therapy stew 
It has 24-hour benefits, okay? Stuff is still coming to the surface right now. Mm -hmm. And she's out here, and she's going to go, and she's going to throw them all under the bus, and she's going to say, listen, you guys are better than us. You wouldn't have killed your friends. Annie cold-heartedly killed the scouts that she trained with, right? She killed her friends who helped her. She killed the people. She tried to not make emotional bonds because she was a double agent. Mm -hmm. But she legitimately, if you don't know if you guys remember, she grabbed that one guy, and she whipped him around and smiled and smiled about it like it was a fun game and there was just some s- s- sadistic, sadistic yeah. look in her eyes and uh so she's she's basically carrying separation here she goes you guys wouldn't have broken down the wall that day that may have been true of armin that may have been true of connie mm-hmm. that may have been true of mikasa and probably john but that wouldn't be true of Eren Yeager. <laughs> Eren Yeager. Reiner realizes that's what he meant. That yeah. Day. Reiner has the flashback and Aaron goes, yeah, I'm the same as you. I realize that like we're the same. And you're like, oh, you're the same because you thought the world was one way and it turned out to be different. And you thought you were helping. And yeah. no, not exactly. Aaron recognizes that Reiner thought he was doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. And even though he was sacrificing some people in order what he thought was saving more people, yeah. Aaron's like, I'm going to do the same thing right now. And I'm going to continue to do that. On a much thing. larger scale. What's interesting is Reiner is like so repentant and regrets his decision. And Aaron's like, you're right, bro. I'm going to do it. Except instead of kicking <laughs> in a wall, I'm going to kick the world. He's like, I'm going to do it even harder now that you said yeah. that. Like, please stop. Mm. Oh yeah, Hanji Stu AOT merch. All right, it's gonna come. It's, it's coming. The people have asked. Um, oh okay, Nate the Great says in my head fantasy, Connie is helping the Bross family on their farm twenty years in the future. Yes, he's he like, has become Papa Bross. He's like yeah. Everyone needs to go back to the farm to get out of the forest, find their hearts in gardening and making something beautiful. And Can Connie recover enough? Dealing to with do their that? trauma exactly. Or Connie, plant your garden, you guys. Tend your garden. Um, so. So then Reiner goes, yeah, it's, it's the same as what Aaron meant. Uh, Reiner says, yeah, you guys don't have to fight. You watch from a safe place. If the Jaeger is spot you, you're going to have to fight anyway. So just you guys stay stay back. And Falco Connie, and Gabby, yeah. Yeah, stay with Falco and Gabby and, and, and Anya Capone and um, and Yelena, who uh, is there. And, and Being a creeper. Being a creeper. And, and Connie speaks up and goes, yeah, we just sit back. We'll watch you guys slaughter each other. And then Jean, yeah. uh, Jean says, is this even a situation that a Titan, Titan power alone can solve? Mm-hmm. I think this calls for some, you know. Uh, Jean realizes that they need the ODM gear. They need everybody, all hands on deck. Mm-hmm. They can't do it by themselves. They need some scout but power. But Reiner, Reiner and Annie are like, yeah, we got this. We can destroy everything. Just us. Because Cart Titan's sitting back there too. She's not coming out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Interesting. Um, but Hanji slides down. And Hanji says, I won't sit back, which is what she said earlier, uh, last episode, right? She mm-hmm. goes like, I, I kind of have a Keith Sadie's type thing. Like, Genocide is wrong. I can't just yeah. sit around in the woods, you know, crapping in the woods. Like, I got to go. I got to yeah. come and I got to fight. I got to stand up. I can't sit on the sidelines. Mm-hmm. I have to stand up for what I believe is right. That's why we love her. Um, so she's not going to sit back. And then she brings some additional information to the table. She goes, the Jaegerists have killed four already. Humanity is running out of time. Yeah. And you're like, what do you mean, Hanji? And she goes, I just saw a bunch of steam in the clouds. Those are titans crossing the ocean. Judging by their speed, they've already set foot on Marley. I'm sure the closest cities in the Northeast are already destroyed. Who knew they crossed the sea so quickly? How many have died thus far? 
This cousin has been Gaff to lose his mind. But Gaff starts to walk while she's while he's like she's like dialoguing this, which is crazy that she could look at the steam and somehow deduce the speed rate velocity of a swallow in flight. You know? Yeah, she's crazy smart. She's impressive. So she's like, oh yeah, the the colossal titans, the rumblings already hit Marley, which we didn't think that was happening. They looked like they were moving pretty slow. Yeah. And when she dropped this, like, I was shocked. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I couldn't believe that they're already in Marley, which we know there's stuff going on in Marley. Mr. Leonhardt's leading kind of a rebellion. So I'm excited to see that part of the episode, if we're even going to see that much. Yeah. Um. So Magath hears this, and he just starts walking over to Yelena. And Yelena's like, hey, what's up? What are you he doing, He has Magath? a very disconnected, crazy look in his eyes. They're just like huge and dead. <laughs> it's the first time we've seen Yelena just get manhandled. Before. It's true. It's it's uh, It felt weird. It's also it the felt... first time we've seen real human emotion from her, even for a second. Yeah. Um, it felt dirty watching the scene because I, I hate Yelena. <laughs> but also I'm like, listen, torturing someone mindlessly is not good. That's not, I shouldn't really be cheering for that. You yeah, know? no, it's messed up. But also Magath I'm like, I'm not going to stop you, Magath. I'm going to be like, oh no, please, please don't. But I don't want to watch also, it. Please actually stop though. And, and so he, like, this is, it's weird what he does. He steps on her elbow, which really freaking hurts. I don't know if you guys ever had that done to you. Um, he grabs her. Okay. This is how you know his brain is off because he grabs her here, covers her mouth completely, and demands she talk. And he steps on her elbow and he starts wrenching her arm. Now, I don't think this is the best way to actually break someone's arm. Mm-hmm. I think there's better ways to break someone's arm. Um, but it's incredibly painful. And he goes, you better tell me where Aaron Yeager is or I'm going to give you another elbow joint to bend. You know, I'm going to break your arm in, not, in another place. Yeah. Um, she's already so, you know, like loosey-goosey with her morals. Might as well like, yeah, loosen up those arms as well. Um, but he, it's just an interesting perspective. Like we we haven't seen Yelena get treated like this ever. In fact, she's the one in command. She's the one in control. She's yeah. the one calling the shots. She's the one like imposing her will on others. And the fact that Macbeth just comes over here and like suns her, I was like, what does it feel like when oh. you get treated like yeah. that? Is that going to bring some humanity back to Yelena? Right? Obviously, everyone else is like, hey, um, we shouldn't just be abusing people randomly. Um, even Hanjay's like, yeah, um, torture is not the best idea after I've learned <laughs> myself. Um, yeah. And so you, my guy starts to break you in his arm and he goes, I won't kill you. Don't worry. Like, you don't have to worry. I won't kill you. I'm just going to hurt you until you tell me where Aaron Yeager's going. Um, and Yelena, like, doesn't even cry out, which is stupid. Anyone would cry out when their arm's getting broken. But she goes, oh, what a relief. Tears in her eyes, right? She yeah. goes, um, I changed my mind. I don't want to die now. I want to see how this ends. Take me with you and I might tell you. I might tell you where Aaron is. Yeah. So she wants to tag along. She's got something else going. Before she had no no reason, no will, no purpose. And all of a sudden, mm-hmm. now she has some kind of, uh, I don't know, like a, there's something going the, on. The crazy has returned. She, <laughs> she's not defeated anymore now. She's defiant again and crazy like before. And uh, I feel like Magath kind of lit that fire in her a little bit. Some people were saying they think that he covered her mouth so she couldn't scream. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's what you do when you're when you're trying to like cover up. But she doesn't really. She kind of like oh, but she doesn't really cry out. Her eyes just fill with tears from the pain, which is weird. Um, most people don't 
not scream when their limbs are being broken. Bent the opposite direction from how they're intended to bend. Okay, this happened to me one time. My arm didn't get broken, obviously. But um, (laughs) I was messing with my brother. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean, Steve. I was in a bunk bed below, and he was in the bunk bed up above when I was a younger kid. But um, we were like always getting into fights, me and my brother. And Steve like swung down off of the bunk bed. He used his feet to like trap me against the wall. (laughs) And then of course he did. we had this wooden bed frame <laughs> and he grabbed my arm and he like pried my arm away from my body and he like put my arm against the wood. He put his knee in the in the el- a knee pit so I couldn't move my arm and he just started punching me in the bicep right up <gasps> against the wood. Oh did my gosh. Did you scream gosh. your head off? I started to, but he covered my mouth. Like I, no! I, I related to Yelena, but I wasn't like, Steve. oh, I'm going to change you my mind. Savage. I was like, Whoa! And then the way he did it, like it didn't leave a lot of bruises. It was really weird. I was like, who taught you this? Like, it's pretty messed up. <laughs> anyway. Um, I can tell you, I was in seventh grade and I went to hit a volleyball and I have something called Ehlers-Danlos, so my joints are really bendy. Um, and the ball hit me just the right way to bend my elbow the wrong way. Uh, and I can tell you right now, it is excruciating. I collapsed. My eyes blacked out for a second from the pain. Like it was... It was pretty bad. So I don't know how a person wouldn't scream in pain when their elbow is bent the wrong way. It's pretty intense. Yeah. Hyperextension doesn't feel good. It's no good. Uh, Yeah. We don't even know if Yolanda can actually feel pain. You know what? (laughs) When this happened, I was waiting for steam to come up from her. I I kind of was too a little bit. I'll be honest. Show us the monster inside. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It's weird. Uh, then we see uh, the the rocks slide because Gabby and Falco were up above. They were looking at what's happening, and they start to, they're starting to come down. And Magath sees Gabby, and you could tell that girl changed him. Yeah, she has the keys to his heart. Gabby Gang, man, he cared about her. He didn't want to see her hurt. And then she goes, "I won't run off anymore." And he realizes. Then she gives the whole speech about you know um, them being equal, and so um, you could tell this like gets to him, and he realizes like, wait a second, I'm becoming the evil that I hate. Mm-hmm. And uh, Magath's, you know, he's he's the like the oldest person there. I don't know, he's forties or fifties or something like that. Mm-hmm. Anji, I, I figured was like thirty five. She's like thirty seven, I think. Thirty seven or something like that. The rest of them are still relatively young, right? I think Levi's like thirty. Yeah, Levi, but then the rest of them were pretty like pretty young. Um, and so Magath's like the adult in the room. Yeah, he really is. Right? Now, he's granted, like the dad. All these kids have all grown up. They've all seen horrible things. Like they're all mature. I'm not saying they're not mature, but I'm just saying like he's the only one who's got years under his belt. Mm-hmm. And he like he could be the bad guy. He could do whatever he wanted to, but instead, he turns around and he begins to address the scout. He goes, "You know, um John, Mikasa, says them all by name. Armin, showing them honor. Connie, and he, and he says, disgusting as it is, I want to apologize for my behavior last night. I was trying to justify my own actions. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, exactly Humility. what we were saying. It's amazing. He goes, I feared to look at myself and see I've become as vile as Marley. None of you are to blame. It's wrong for you to make you, the, make you bear the sins of past due against your race. And we're like, they're all standing there like this. Mouth agape. Even Hanje. They're just awestruck. All five of them. Dude, that stew has just medicinal properties that keep keep going throughout the week, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he turns and he goes, Pyuk, Annie, Reiner, you shouldn't have to endure the world's hatred your whole lives either. However, 
It's our duty to remember this stupid, blood-stained history and teach it to future generations. Mm-hmm. Now, I think what he's saying in this is not what they used to do. Mm-hmm. They used to drill it into people's heads. You're guilty for this. This is, this is who you are. You're terrible. You're wicked. You're devils, you know, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I think what he's saying now is what we've been saying for forever is you have to understand history so you can avoid making, making the, same the same mistakes, mistakes in the yeah. past, mm-hmm. in the future. Um, he's going, we have to remember our history, the stupid bloodstained history of infighting and wars so we can teach future generations to do better, mm-hmm. to not fall into the same issues, to not fall into racism, not fall under blindless hate and anger and rage and just eye for an eye stuff. We need yeah. to actually move beyond that and begin to um, care about humanity as a whole. Yeah. Uh, he says, Aaron Yeager wants to eradicate everything. That's unforgivable. But this hell won't end until we turn away from all this senseless killing. And yeah. That is, he's getting it, man. That's inspirational. That is the anti-Aaron part right now. Like they mm-hmm. both, Aaron kind of thinks that way too. Like, oh, this hell will end until I basically, I kill everybody and only my people <laughs> survive. So, no, um, so much no, but so they, much no. But they basically said like, we have to stop the senseless killing. We have to stop, which is something that Madam Asimovita is about to comment on as well. Mm-hmm. But he says, Please, and he bows down before the uh, the scouts, and he says, "Please look the other way till all this bloodshed is over. We have to go do this terrible bad thing yeah, right so now." So, in other words, don't watch as we kill your friends. We have to go do this one bad thing, but once we do this bad thing, then we're going to try to stop and make up for it by saving all of humanity. Mm-hmm. And so, can you forgive us the bad thing that we're about to go do? Will you just look away? Will you just stay back? And he bows down, and it's like this great humble moment. Like the man in the room is humble and mm-hmm. bows down to everybody else. And as he's doing this, we see Armin. Armin finally speaks. And Armin goes, I refuse. And I'm like, you refuse his apology? Is that what you're trying to I, say? I was I was confused <laughs> at first, too. I was like, what do you refuse? I'm so confused. Yeah, no, he goes, I refuse. I won't just stay by, stay stand back with clean hands. Like, we're all in this together. We are the scout cateers. What do we have? <laughs> The, the scoriers we're the scoriers we're the scoriers and we're in this together you guys have done wicked we've done wicked uh, the volunteers have done wicked like we're all in this together but all we're here with one common we're goal and that's to try to save humanity that's to try to make something better and leave a leave a legacy for our children of how we stopped the endless bloodshed we stopped the complete wickedness we stopped mm-hmm. genocide right Magath in his turn is awestruck first all yeah. the scouts were like you actually care about us? What? You, you don't just see soul? us as devils? And now Magath is like, you won't just stand by with clean hands. You will actually go do the hard, gross, nasty stuff and that we have to do. And, and, to and become a traitor. And become a traitor, yeah, to your own friends in order to save everybody. And he is awestruck. And it's a really powerful moment. The music starting to get really good in this episode. Um, and that moves us to our next scene with Flock. Being bananas just lecturing Asmobito on how terrible he is you know yeah he's absolutely out of his mind completely crazy uh interesting Nate says in, in Magath's speech I also heard an undercurrent of in order to teach these lessons they have to be future there have to be future generations yes. in the first place Aaron's trying to erase those future generations so he has to be stopped okay I, I, yeah that's actually I Good missed point. that part yeah yeah um, yeah, so then we go to the Azimabitos. We've got all the mechanics sitting around at this table 
terrified, and you've got um, four dead bodies on Kiyomi, the floor. right? Yeah, Kiyomi. Kiyomi, she's there, and Flock with his stupid Luger, right? And then you've got we have four dead bodies. Obviously, four people who stood up, four mm-hmm. people who weren't gonna, you know, weren't gonna just go with the flow. Mm-hmm. And you'd hope that their sacrifice would spur other people to be like. Yeah, we're not going to do it. But a lot of times it's the opposite. A lot of times... The other engineers are just... They're on the verge of crafting their pants. Like, you can tell they're all just shaking. Anxiety's high. Meanwhile, Kiyomi's just like... (laughs) She's like, I've seen this all before. She is a mountain of calm. Yeah. um, This is She will not be moved by flock. This is what tyranny has to do. You have to shut up the people who will oppose you right away. Mm -hmm. Right? So, flock has already killed the people who would talk back or whatever and he's only going to have people who are going to fall in line mm-hmm. and he's reminding Kiyomi of that he puts the gun to her head you know and he goes yeah so um, the good news is uh, you know the Hizuru land is going to be destroyed Yeah, um, everyone else is going to be died so you don't have any other worries anywhere else you can focus 100% on improving the island right mm-hmm. and you've got all the best engineers right here and they're all like oh god please don't kill us yeah um, and he says, you know, you don't have to, as long as you just follow what you're told, you're not going to run into any issues. You won't be like these four people were dragging out. Um, uh, of, Streaks of blood. Yes. Um, on the carpet. And she says, uh, sorry to spoil your mood. Sorry to spoil your good mood. Yeah. Yo, what change are you so happy about? Mm-hmm. If you think Paradise Island is safe, you're wrong. Your world is about to shrink. Yeah. And you'll still continue killing one another as always. And this is the point the that Pixis made. That's all. That's it. Yeah. This is the point that Pixis made, you know, mm-hmm. back in, in season one about how you would think if there was a common enemy, we would all unite around that common enemy and we would stop killing each other. Right. This is the whole Watchmen theory um, is if everybody unites together to stop one thing because their their lives are on the line it will cause peace and harmony whether they want to or not, right? Mm-hmm. And we thought maybe this is what Aaron is doing. He's given the world a common enemy to unite under, but obviously in this case, there's still some civil war going on and um, there was already inequality. There was already hatred. Mm-hmm. There was already murder. There's already terrible things happening inside the paradise that the only the yeah. royals were having, right? There was already these people exploiting people. There was Kenny and his gang killing people who stepped out of line. Mm-hmm. There was all these terrible things happening, even in paradise, right? Yeah. And so the truth is you're never going to get total peace. Mm-hmm. All you can do is create a society that incentivizes the most amount of human flourishing and de-incentivizes things like crime and wickedness and all... And tyranny. And yeah. tyranny, right? And you have to give enough of everybody... a. Uh, um, uh, a, a vote or a say in being able to control their destiny for themselves. Otherwise, you're just a, a peaceful dictator, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's all you can do. And that's what, obviously, many nations of of their world have understood already. And Flock is under the false fantasies. If you just kill the bad guys over there, mm-hmm. there will only be good guys here on the island. Well, Flock, I got news for you. That's not true. You're one of the worst of them all, buddy, okay? True. Your ilk has taken over. And yes, there's momentarily, like we we saw the the festival, we saw the pies. Mm-hmm. There's momentary serenity, but that's not going to last forever. When the honeymoon phase is, you know, wears off, mm-hmm. when people want to have stuff for themselves, they're going to take it. Mm-hmm. They're going to kill. Look what you're doing. You're killing people yeah. at the point of a gun. This is not real peace. This is enforced peace at the edge of a gun, and that is not necessarily going to last, right? So... I think it's interesting how after she says the world will shrink, that's all, 
you'll still continue to kill each other. He's like, yeah, I th- I'm starting to think you're right about that. Yeah. But anyway, even... know your place. And yeah. like puts a gun to her head and like pushes it in and yeah. tells her she needs to know her place. Like this could even be a moment of character growth where we're like, okay, he's not all bad. And he's like, you're probably right. I'm going to kill you if you don't do what I say. I'm like, this is like Joker. you know? Like, he's so crazy. And then he's like just repeating that phrase, know your place. Know your place. And he's about to pull the trigger. Yeah, this is a good question. Um, is Flock going to survive to the final episode? Or- I think he's going to kill Mikasa or something horrible like that, and then someone's going to shoot him and he's going to die. I hope I'm wrong. Oh, I hope I'm wrong. But I just have this feeling he's going to just be an absolute a-hole to the very end and continue to just be the baddest of the bad guys ever and just get one more in there before he finally dies. I mean, what's the what's the comeuppance for Flock? Like, that's the worst thing I can think of him doing is is killing Mikasa or Armin and then dying. Okay, so could the same thing, yeah, true. Could the same thing happen for Flock that happened to Yelena? Yelena was like this, like, oh, I'm, Zeke is a god and everything's broken? so good, you know, whatever, and I'm in control and you can't, whatever, and then her god, like, gets owned. Yeah. And she's like, I don't know who I am. Should I die? What's happening? Right right now, the devil is 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 Aaron Yeager. That's that's Flock's god. If if Aaron gets beat, is that gonna be the comeuppance that Flock know. needs? And Jean's gonna grab him by the freaking scruffy red hair and go, Look at your god. He's no god. He's fallen. He wanted to kill us all and we stopped him. Yeah. How do you like them apples? And Flock's gonna be like, I repent of all my wickedness. And then Mikasa's gonna cut off his head or something like that. Could that be the ultimate, like, I mean, ending? you know, but I, d- I just, I don't know. The way things have been going, I just. <laughs> or do we get out? I feel like he's not gonna get his comeuppance and then he'll die. <laughs> do we get out Zachary's chair? Like, is it what? How can do we. we get out Zachary's chair? How could we end? How could we end? How could the flock thing come to an end? It can't. I don't know. I mean, they they keep we keep getting the the tease that he's been blown up. Like even just in this episode, yes. it looks like he maybe is going to get fried, but he probably won't. Yeah, it, it it seems so many times that he's just he's flock roached himself out of death, right? He's just yeah. survived, and you're like, how? I keep stomping on you, right? Which tells me that his death is not going to be some ins- insignificant thing. Mikasa. His <laughs> death is not going to be some her. insignificant thing. It's going to be some. Yeah. It's going to be built up. Right, which is why the same reason I think that Levi couldn't have died the way he died, um, the way he didn't die, because mm-hmm. he's too built up of a character, right? Yeah. Something crazy and important has to happen. How's it going to work? If, if everybody Flock dies, Levi. Oh my god. Oh my god. That is the only thing that could be worse. Oh, yeah. Um, no, if he everybody does not dies, to. But if Flock survives. Oh my gosh, that's the other thing I was thinking. Like Flock just ends up in jail or in an insane <laughs> asylum, like Joker, just like for the rest of his life oh man yeah he better keep his slimy creep hands off queen mikasa true story yeah yeah i think that that is flock's mindset yeah he there's always going to be violence and killing and it's better be the one inflicting the violence than being the one getting violence inflicted off you yeah mm. i don't know man uh i'm really interested to see if, uh isayama has got me completely amazed at this character arc from this seemingly insignificant character and eric Really, he's not Eric. Good call, bud. He yeah. he said in season three, Flock's gonna come back and, and play a major role. He did, and I was like, nah. <laughs> I was hoping not. Please don't. He sucks. <laughs> yeah. And boy, did he ever! He became the ultimate. Just yeah, I didn't think he could get on par. Ball. <laughs> I didn't think he could get on par with Yelena and with Zeke, but he he's in the he right, is. right there. 
Yeah. Um, for sure. So he, I feel like he's slightly worse because he was part of the crew. Yeah. He was he was in the scouts. Here's the thing I thought under Irwin, and he just like he's just sucked. One minor note I think they should have done is I think they should have had one more scout from the recruiting in like the gang mm-hmm. decide to be a Jaegerist. Mm, like full on. Full on. Like somebody Commit, like somebody flock. just like Connie goes, No, I think Aaron's right. We have to like side with him. And he like joins the Jaegerists earlier and it causes this division where they, they legitimately like don't want to kill. Like they already do feel like that because of guys like Samuel and Daz. But for yeah. us the viewer it's not as important, but what if you had someone like Connie or like Sasha? Or, you that know, would definitely. Have and they go, no, painful. like Aaron's that right. We need to be here. And, and there's this kind of civil war that happens within the Oof. squad, you know? Because for us, I, it's more easy to be like, no, this is the squad. This is the scouts. You guys are the Jaegerist. You're the bad ones, you know? Mm-hmm. But uh, having somebody even closer would have been, I think, even better. But I, I definitely digress. feel like Flock is a little worse than Yelena and Zeke because he was in the scouts. And he's betraying his own people. <laughs> like, I don't know. That's the question. Who's the traitor here? Who's the real traitor? Yeah, that's a good point. Um, so he, so Flock grabs the gun and he goes, yeah, you're right. But uh, I've been thinking, what if we don't need your dang flying machines? What if you don't need your technology and all your mm-hmm. good stuff? What if we think the sea is not for us? And he puts a gun to Azamobito's head to Kumi um, and she goes, you better know your place. You better understand your place, right? Um, and... What a freaking jerk, first off. And second off, like, how dumb do you have to be to destroy two decades of technology? (laughs) You're going to set your people back hundreds of, you know, 20, 30 years of of, Mm -hmm. investments. And um, because you're a freaking jerk. Anyway, while this is happening, we hear a voice. Flock! Where are you, Flock? Flock opens up the window, lets his hair down, you know. Uh, (laughs) And it's Armin. He's on a horse. And we're like, what the heck, Armin? You're going to get killed. And he goes... Armin, what do you, what's all the commotion about? What? Do you, where were you? And chasing cart. Yeah, Armin says I was chasing the cart titan. Where were you? I love he like he immediately like turns, turns it, it back around. on Flock. Yeah. That's a great um, interrogation tactic, you know. Mm-hmm. If someone's like, well, you, "You guys shouldn't be here," you're like, "You shouldn't be here. What are you doing?" You're like, "Oh yeah, yeah maybe I shouldn't be here, right?" <laughs> it, if you're if you have confidence, you say it. You say it. You know, they'll freak out. So he goes. Yo, how come you're not chasing the cart? We've been chasing them. They fled south. The cart's getting away. They've got the armor titan. They killed on your component, John. He puts and he the like waterworks makes on. Tears come out of his eyes. Dang, Armin. Like I know you. Who even is Armin anymore? <laughs> Man of mystery. Prison changed him too. Okay. Apparently. Yeah, he's a double agent. So he turns the waterworks out, and he goes, "We have to, we have to get the flying machine, machine, and chase him. Send down the mechanics. Ask him to be the mechanics. Come on." And then meanwhile, he has Connie, which this is like a perfectly timed bit. Connie's like, here, Armin, here. It's right here. Let's run over there right now. So like, sure. And they're making it seem like urgency. Time is of the essence. We can't sit around and talk and whatever. We got to go stop them right now. So they jump off their horses. They run over there. And there's um, Daz and Samuel. And they're like, wait, wait, calm down. And they're like, there's no time to calm. We got to get these people. We got to get the car tied and we got to go after them. Get those explosives off of there. Yeah, they see there's there's like literal dynamite. Yeah, it's like strapped on. Strapped on. Like a big X. Which, I mean, that is one way, but yeah, usually you want to really put explosives internally on yeah, something. but anyway. whatever. Um, so, so, like, calm down, you know. We heard that you guys teamed up with Marley. We heard that you teamed up with the Titans and you were going to go stop Aaron and the Rumbling. You want to use the flying boat. 
and the acting like turns on like it's super cringe but armin and connie's like connie what kind of crazy talk is this that's crazy talk bro we would never do that and then armin's like of course not if Aaron doesn't succeed the island is doomed yeah we have to kill all of humanity to stop yeah you could tell like and they're like, oh, we we're, we're so glad. We couldn't have taken it if you guys were traitors. Yeah, he says, thank goodness. I don't know what I would have done if you guys were traitors. Oh, man. It's gut punch. And then they both, it, you can tell that that phrase just shakes them both up because then they're like awkward smiling with yeah. really crazy eyes. And then they're looking back. The engineers are not coming. Meanwhile, yeah. back at the ranch, Flock is using his brain, which apparently he does have that. Which he uses. We're like, dang it, why can't you be stupid? Why can't you send the mechanics out? But he's sus, dude. He's sus about everybody. He's like, no, everyone's plotting on me. This doesn't make sense. Why would they ride horses when they could have ridden a train? They would have been here faster. Hmm. What do you think? And then Osmobito said, does, does, I mean, she doesn't, I don't think she says anything. She lets her hands do the talking. Yeah. Um, yeah. She, we don't get to see that. We just see commotion and hear gunshots. She's a. She's like the. What, what did someone say? Nate said he, she's the uh, granddaughter of a shogun, right? Like she's she's yeah. got some strength, right? She's got the blood of warriors in her. So she like grabs. She grabs. We don't see that at first, though. Yeah. Right. We hear the gunshots. And Armin then goes, Armin oh, goes, oh, no. "We failed. We failed." And then we go back. She grabbed his arm. She put him out on the ground. She knows some awesome martial arts, and she's like, I'm not going down without a fight. I'm like, let's go. Yeah. Meanwhile, all of the mechanics are sitting there Crapping doing nothing. their pants Bro. while this tiny woman takes care of business. Like, what is happening? Shame. Shame on your ancestors. Oh, my gosh. So, and your cow. And your cow, yeah. So then um, the Jaegerists run in. They're like, Flock, what's going on? They pull the guns on... Um, on uh, Kiyomi and she's and, and Flock's like shoot her shoot her you know and she's like cranking his arm you know and as you're seeing this they're not sure what to do because they don't want their poor Flocky Poo to get shot <laughs> who would want that no me but I we, want that but we can see Mikasa in the background coming, coming through the window it's like it's like a cat you know you can Mission see her like impossible. getting do, ready do, 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 she do, breaks do. through the window knocks one of the guns away the guy hesitates never hesitate and she like she uses makes him gun. eat his gun. <laughs> She's like, "You like guns? Eat this. Eat gun. this gun for breakfast, son." Sticks it yeah. in his face. It, that that would hurt. That hurt a lot. The animation was brilliant too, because there was like a gun shaped red mark immediately on his face as he slams into the wall and like drops. Yeah, um, the panel is is pretty awesome. Oh, uh, sorry, uh, Charlie was saying there's a panel of her sprinting towards Flock, grabbing his arm. Mm. Um, yeah, if she's got any of the. Uh, any of the the Mikasa type blood, she's definitely the strength, the super strength. <laughs> It'd be funny if it turns out it comes from the Asian part and, and the Akraman. Yeah, both, both are together. Strong. Yeah, yeah. Um, Maybe that's why she has burning headaches. <laughs> so they were talking um, on the dock while this is happening, um, right before the gunshots. Samuel goes, "Oh yeah, part of me thought you guys would would help our enemies, you know, because you kind of kind of like that, aren't you? You're like always helping people or whatever." Yeah. And Armin goes, listen, if all the, in his mind, he goes, if all goes to plan, no blood will be spilled, right? Unfortunately, all didn't go to plan. No, because Flock was involved. Yeah, exactly. They should have spilled that that blood. Um, so Flock shoots his little harpoon thing. He goes through the window. He goes up and he goes, everybody, they've betrayed Eldia. Mikasa, Armin, and Connie are traitors. 
which is interesting. Who are you to say that they've betrayed Aldea? Who even is a traitor anymore? We don't know. Maybe you've betrayed the whole world by being a racist. I don't know. Like, just... <laughs> yeah. It's very interesting, the, the episode. They they usually, Isayama writes it so you can take it in multiple ways in traitor. Who's who's really the traitor yeah. here? Is, is the traitor the Jaegerists who are going to exploit everybody else for their own personal gain? Mm-hmm. Is the traitor somebody who says, no, that's wrong and I'm going to protect people? Who's the real traitor? I mean, the Jaegerists turned against... All of the military. Yeah, yeah. So they're traitors. Also, Connie and Mikasa and all them pretended to be Jaegerists, but they're actually not, so they're traitors. Um, Magath is traitor against Marley. I guess, yeah. The warriors are also traitors against Marley because they're now helping. They've they've gone in cahoots with their enemies. Somewhat, yeah. Everybody's traitors to everybody at this point. Who even knows? You know, meanwhile, Aaron is just, you know, using the world as his own personal trampoline with <laughs> with the giant colossal titans. Um, yeah, this is, a, this is a crazy part. Someone said earlier this, that the, the interesting part <laughs> is that um, you're a traitor, you're a traitor, everyone's a traitor. <laughs> the only one who's not a traitor is Papa Browse. Okay? He's not a traitor. But he would trade you some good potatoes. Yeah. So he's a traitor of sorts. Sasha would betray you for any kind of meat. <laughs> for meat, yeah. <laughs> um, someone said earlier that Erwin pulled off the entire coup without any bloodshed. Right, which I think Armin, that's that's Armin's like Armin's benchmark. Yeah. He never gets there. He never gets there, yeah. Um, so they say that, you know, they've attacked Eldia. Mikasa says, they're going to shoot their thunder spears in here. We got to get to the basement. So they start running down. Mm-hmm. As they're running down, an explosion happened. They get thrown aside. There's fire craziness the music starts to ramp up here it's really good and um they see some Jaegerists in the hallway they got their guns drawn and blam 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 they get gunned down by Magath and uh, Hanji yes a shot even with one eye so they go all to the basement beyond the basement mm. back to the basement interesting so they go to the basement um where they get trapped where they're trapped and but I, they're not dead Kiyomi's like this is stupid we're trapped here they're just gonna kill us one by one but it's like, Kiyomi, you don't know about the nine Titan powers, and we have the majority of them yeah. right here, and they're going to help us out. All we have to do is buy some time. Meanwhile, Daz and Samuel have heard flocks cry, mm-hmm. and they have responded. Um, Daz goes to make the bomb, and Aaron turns, and he's, or sorry, Aaron, Armin turns, and he sees him making the bomb, mm-hmm. and he goes, what? And blam, 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 blam. Armin gets lit up, his yeah. teeth get blown out. He gets shot through the head. I was like pretty sure he was toast because if you get shot through the mouth, your brain stems right there. Like that's the nape. I thought so too. I, I was super sure worried. Armin was going to die. I was super worried, man. I was really scared. And, and then this... he like coughs up like his teeth oh. and then stops moving. And I'm like, he's dead. Oh, Connie is... also thought that. This is the start of one of the most emotional parts in a minute, actually, man. Oh, my gosh. I was Every so Every part upset. of what happens after this is just makes me sick to my stomach. Yeah. It's just absolutely gut-wrenching, for real. We had to... We had to watch him. I didn't know what to do with myself. I kept, like, trying to grab <laughs> Peter's arm and then my own leg, and I was just like, I don't know what's happening. I... I just don't know if I can take Armin almost dying again. Like, we just, he just keeps doing it. Armin, he, he, yeah, it's like, the rubber band man, he just keeps coming back. It's it was, it was a very intense scene. This begins one of the most intense scenes. Um, it is 
very brutal. Um, so Samuel just freaking shot Armin without a hesitation, and he pulls the gun on Connie, right? And he goes, Daz, hurry up, blow up the boat. And and he says, you betrayed us, Connie. Even though you said we'd expand our lands, we'd eat meat, mm-hmm. why did it come to this? It always comes back to meat. <laughs> it always comes back to meat. Yeah, if you would have just given the officers some meat, man, it would have been okay. <laughs> While this is happening, the warriors come into play. We haven't seen Reiner and Annie like this. It's since true. Season one. This is like the game, the gang's getting back together and it's pretty cool to see them work in unison for the first time in yeah, a long time. Yeah, it's true. They're actually being a co- uh, what is the word? I'm Cohesive gonna... unit. Yes, thank you. Yes. So um, they shoot out, they launch, they crisscross applesauce, boom, boom, two giant explosions. Block which... is in between them. Please God, tell me he's been barbecued. <laughs> Probably thought... not. We thought, no. I even thought this would mess with uh, Samuel, but it doesn't really mess with them. I think he just looks over. No, Connie, like, makes him drop and saves him. Yeah, Connie, like, tackles him to get the gun is what I thought. But um, but they're struggling now over the gun. And um, as this is happening, we flash back to the shoreline where Yelena with her arm in a sling. We've got Anya Capone. we got Gabby. we got Falco. And Captain Levi's all there. Mm-hmm. And... Yelena says something to Levi. Yelena says, nothing can take the violence out of the people. Right, Captain? And they're like her. She's got a busted up arm. Levi's covered in bandages. They are two perfect examples of what the violence of Mm -hmm. people look like Mm -hmm. and how crazy and wicked people can be. And uh, it's playing out right now. Like they were hoping for a bloodless coup. They were hoping for this thing to be able to, to get played out. But nope. Nothing can take the violence out of the people. Very true, ominous words by Yelena. Um, I think at some point right before that, Mikasa has her internal dialogue and she's like, I got to wipe them all out. Like she's resolved to kill all the Jaegerists, which is sad because they're her friends. Yeah. Very sad. So then he says, um, the female in the armor, they're coming and the female in the armor transform and they are just like, back to back you know James and Jane Bond yeah. just like punching people and whipping things around they are kicking butts and taking lives <laughs> yeah yeah the, the Yeagerists are like oh we we'll go take the nape it's like you guys first off you're not scouts <laughs> and he like kicks okay. them out into the sunset she's just and and Reiner's there too and it's like you're not even good scouts first off second off you haven't even fought Titans much and then lastly uh, Annie was never easy to take down. Mm-mm. Levi and Mikasa, you know, tried were, to take her were down trying to take her down. Had a hard time. So, um, Connie is wrestling with Sam. Daz is trying to rig the uh, yep. explosives. And Armin, half dead, blood and teeth dripping out of his Still mouth. Still trying to talk it out. Gets up and flings his body on top of Daz. And it's like the gross. It's a Tyler Durden moment. It's really bad. <laughs> In Fight Club. But it's like. <laughs> Lou, look at me, Lou. And he's bleeding all over him. It's so bad. Armin's trying to initiate Armin's Daz. Armin's like kind of trying to talk with his broken face. But he can't talk because he can't say anything. The first rule of Fight Club eyes. is you don't talk about Fight Club. So that's why he was. And Daz is like, please stop, please. And then he's got a gun to Armin's forehead. Yeah, he puts the gun to Armin's forehead. And the, I thought. Here I it he is. Was gonna shoot him. Armin's ready to die, man. He's finally gonna die, and I'm like, I can't go on without Armin. Our moral compass. What are we gonna Come do? Oh uh, yeah, Armin looked like a zombie here. Very true. 
Yep. Dude, the guttural. Okay, he said, yeah. Blunt alibi says the blunt scream, the blunt guttural scream from Connie after he shoots Samuel oh, caught me straight yeah, to the core. It yeah. was so Let, emotion. Yeah, let's not get there yet. We're not there yet. Don't bring it up. <laughs> yeah, Gold Boy. I, th- I was super stoked to see um, Reiner and Annie like team up. I never thought I would, but this I is. I feel like they didn't draw that scene out as long as they could have. I would like, have loved to seen a few more panels of them just jacking up, you know, working together and stuff. Yeah. Um, I don't know why the cart stayed back. Yeah, me either. I'm I'm not sure. Was that part of the ruse and then she just thought they could handle it? I don't know. I thought she was going to come up out of the water. Maybe. The people that are back there. Yeah. So um, Armin's bloody. He gets the gun to his head and, and Samuel and, and Connie are wrestling and he says, you're traitors. Why? Aren't we friends? Aren't we all friends? I thought you were our friends. And Connie grabs the gun away and he goes, you are our friends. Tears begin to stream down his face. And he goes, but, but I, I, and he can't quite find the word. And meanwhile, Armin remembers Bertolt's words. Bertolt, when he was inside of uh, Reiner, Reiner was holding on to him, right? Mm-hmm. And, um, and they're running away and all the scouts are like, why did you attack us? Why did you do this? And Bertolt says, yeah. yeah, you are our friends. Bertolt says, friends. Um, someone has to be the one to do it. Connie grabs the gun. Tears Someone in his has eyes. to get blood on their hands. He turns and blam. He Shoots Daz right through life. the head. Daz is dead. And as he does this, I thought he was going to turn back around and go, go like, I didn't want to do that. I didn't want to do like, that. And like knock him out or something. But Instead, he doesn't. He, he shoots. shoots him like he turns. Tears are streaming down his eyes. face. And he goes, blam, 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 blam. Murders his friend Samuel right then and there. And it is the most like gut-wrenching and then he does the klingon death scream which was God! very very appropriate Kenny! like just i don't know if you yeah, yeah you just scream over mm-hmm. their dead body into the heavens oh. in grief as you tear your clothes dude so sad the absolute worst <laughs> he, and then to be continued well he says like, Armin remembers the full words of Bertolt. He goes, someone has to be the one to stain their hands with blood. Yeah. Someone has to do it. And Armin realized to like, yep, someone has to be the one to step up, even if it's doing things that are terrible to stop the inevitable, to stop yeah. the, the, the even worse thing from happening. Um, Nate says that Daz's hesitation to kill Armin was a total callback to the beginning of season three when that girl from Kenny's squad hesitates to kill John giving Armin time to shoot her. Yeah. yeah. Similarly, Daz's hesitation to give Connie gives the time to save Armin. Yeah, very true, that's man. true. His whole breakdown, yeah. Uh, yeah. If if we could put words in their mouths, yeah, you think I wanted to do this? You think you think this is what we want to do? No, you're Nobody making us do this. Nobody wants to do that. I really, I mean, if, if Armin hadn't had his teeth shot out, you think he would be trying he to explain? He would have been saying beautiful words and probably crying and... and- but right now his emotional center is slightly damaged because there's a bullet in it. So he's just the zombie Armin. But he's just ready to die. He's just there. I'll I'll, I'll get dirty. I'll be the one yeah. to do it in order to stop this terrible thing from happening. He believes mm-hmm. that much in the cause. Yeah. Friggin' brutal. Um, Dang. Very intense episode. Very much so. And right when like we ended it, like. We had to watch it again to take notes. Was, I was like, I'm not ready. No, and then when you kept going back for the last little scene to write down the words, I was like, please stop rewriting that horrible scene. Oh, it was so it brutal. Was, it was pretty intense. 
Yeah. Um, so we're going to move to some uh, predictions. We don't know what's going to happen. We are anime only. No I spoilers. F- I feel like I was so traumatized by the ending of that episode that that both times we saw the preview, my brain did not process. I didn't even watch. I don't remember I was just like, literally oh, any of it. Oh, it hurts. I I have no predictions. I don't have anything. I'm just going to cry. Yeah. Armin's, Armin was channeling Bert Toltzum uh, memories, I think, as yeah. well. So I think he was feeling what, what he was feeling. I think he was, I think he understands. And that could bring us back to, does the, does the Nine Titan personality have to do with something? I don't know. Is that why Armin has it? Is because him and Berthold are are the same, or or does Berthold impact, you know, Armin to, to feel a certain way? I don't know. <clears throat> um, what do you, where do you think they go from here? What do you think the episode goes from here? Oh, sorry. Before we go, this feel free to email us your questions, uh, comments, anything we got wrong, something you you noticed, some some piece that ties together. Beyond the Basement Podcast at gmail dot com. And, uh, Give us all the stars. Five star review on, on Spotify, uh, Apple, wherever you listen Apple to podcasts. podcasts. Yeah, we appreciate that. All that helps a ton. Up, all the, all the stars. All Subscribe the to us on YouTube and uh, Twitch. And Twitch. Yeah, we're here live at five p.m. Now we've just entered daylight savings time, so I don't We'd know what that means anymore. Everyone. I'm sorry, you guys. Well, we just, you know, we will still be streaming at five p.m. daylight savings time. Pacific Daylight Savings Time. There, I said PDT. It. Yep. Um, but, uh, yeah, so we'll be here at 5, um, just like normal. And uh, we will uh, have Eric back, Lord willing, uh, next week. So mm-hmm. even more intense. But where does this go? What needs to happen? Yeah, that's a good question. I think what has to they happen. They need to get that dang flying ship in the air. Is, yeah. That's for sure. It, it seems like they've gotten most of the Yeagerus taken out. So it's probably a little more cleaned up. How does Flock escape and survive is the real He's question. He's in the water <laughs> floating like a turd. <laughs> turd, you can't in flush. In the pool. <laughs> <laughs> Ruining everybody's day. Yes, very much so. <laughs> um, Yeah, I think maybe. I wonder if Flock is going to show up all singed and burned and like creepy looking. Like, oh. Like half burnt half not i don't and be know even and crazier be than he is now turn into like yeah harvey dent or something yeah exactly <laughs> um okay so what has to happen um what has to happen is they have to get the airship they, i think they do a little bit of cleanup flock survives flock somehow. is gonna sneak onto the airship and screw with them i'm oh, sure of that'd that be crazy. i'm sure of that what if, he pulls, like a, what if he pulls like a gabby yeah. Holds on to like the landing gear. I'm sure he's in the water. It's in the water. He's probably going to swim to it. I don't know. Climb inside of it. Something. So they, they have to have some time to get the mechanics out to get the, the plane wings open. I think we probably will see a flash of what's going on in Marley. We're going to see some rumbling happening. We got to find out what's going on with Annie's dad. Mr. Lanhart and, and, and the um, the revolution that they've started to try to like save everybody. I think we could see that. I think we see Aaron, and hopefully everyone's there. I hopefully this this flying machine is big enough for everyone to be there. You got all the Titans. You got Reiner. You've got Yelena. You got Anya Capone. The uh, is Yelena the tenth Titan? We don't know. <laughs> what did we say? What do we call them? The the Warrior Tears. The yeah. The yeah. The the the, the Scouty Years. The Scoriers. Scoriers. The scoriers, yeah. Score and tears. The scoriers. Um, we see them, plus we see all the mechanics. I don't know if they would come with them or not. 
At least a couple of them would yeah. probably because they wouldn't be able to. It's not really safe around unless they yeah, kill all the Jaegers. If something went wrong, they would need engineers to fix it. But also, like you said, you don't want to just leave a bunch of scientists unattended yeah. with crazy <laughs> Jaegerists flying around or walking around with their ODM gear flying uh, around. Yeah, other countries besides Marley, that'd be definitely interesting to see if what's going on in the do rest they of the world? actually stop at certain places or no? Does the rumbling just keep moving forward and they crush their enemies literally? Oh my gosh! Um, I, I think we have to see the world. I think if, if there's only two episodes left, we have to see the confrontation between Aaron and everybody has to start next episode. It can't. They can't only have one episode to do it. That's not long enough. It, yeah. There has to be like interesting stuff going on. The paths, Zeke. It's Historia. not going to be enough. I can tell it's you that. Not what, be enough. Whatever happens in the next episode, it will not be enough to satisfy me. Yeah. Um, yeah. Seriously. Oh, yeah. Good point. Charlock says that next week's episode is not going to. Hopefully, it won't be a killer cliffhanger because it's going to take him two weeks to get another episode. It's out. going to be a cliffhanger. Just prepare your soul. I was hoping it'd be Prepare like Prepare your soul, people. I'm not kidding. It's going to be just as bad as this one. I'm sure of it. Dang. And then we're going to have to wait two weeks to find out what happens. And Thos says, I'm so afraid John's going to die. The, that dream last episode was a big red flag. Yeah, uh, I agree. Man. I totally agree. Don't say that. Who would be the most I painful death I feel like they're all going to die. You think so? I really do. It's a tragedy. Everyone dies. I think dies. everyone but Armin dies, and then Armin's going to die anyway because he's a titan shifter. But he's alive to tell the story. To tell the story, yeah. I think he's going to be the last uh, one alive to tell the story. Asa dies. And this will be his, like, he, he'll be, you know, at the end of his term writing the show. Like, it, Do you uh, think they use the ice burst crystal in order to create some kind of nuclear warhead? Chemical maybe, weapon. Maybe. Possibly. Do they have time for that? I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? Maybe the Azumabitos have been working on it this whole time. It and would it's not. On their, it's on the ship. It would not surprise me. And all me. that's missing is the, the stone. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I would love to know if they were going to make these episodes longer so we could actually have the content to figure out what's going to happen. It sounds like know. they're not going to. I don't think it will. They're yeah. just going to be 22 episodes. Um, I hope and they don't pull a Game of Thrones. leave it. It's like, hey, you guys, you know you can make more episodes if you haven't finished the story in a good way. You can continue on. No, no, we can't. We're just going to leave it. Um, I need to see this thing wrapped up in a good way. And if they just leave us on the cliffhanger and make us wait for a movie. <sighs> yeah, Siyama did want to hurt us. <laughs> it's going to hurt. I'm going to pay the money to see it, but I'm going to be begrudging the whole time. <laughs> um, yeah. That would be great if they announced what they're doing during the break. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Um, okay, what about Historia? What happens with Historia? She she won't die, right? I don't know. Don't say that. Tell me you know. I don't know. Well, okay. What do you think? She happens? might die in childbirth. Give us pretty. Oh, she dies in childbirth, but the baby gets delivered. That'd be crazy. Oh, uh, don't want that to happen. Um, that would be very tragic because it, she doesn't get to fight anymore, and you know she wanted to give her life as a hero. That's what she wanted. And, she doesn't get to do that if she, I mean, kind of does, but. Very true. Very true. Okay. Um, Prepare for the pain. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, thank I'm, you, Paris. I'm buying alcohol and tissues and uh, <laughs> got, we got my therapist prepaid on retainer. <laughs> um, okay. Let me see a couple emails Who here. indeed is the father? Yeah. I don't think it's Zeke. 
No. Don't let That'd him touch gross. you with his dirty monkey hands. Just gross That'd and hairy. Gross. They're related technically too. I mean, royals do that though. Yeah, that's true. Is it Aaron? I though? think it might be Aaron or maybe Jean. Jean? I don't know why. There's no way he probably, could keep his mouth shut about that. Not. That'd be that'd be a crazy plot twist. Um so James Flynn said uh that um in episode thirty four and thirty five you asked how Ymir knew how modern Marley worked. Ymir knew this because she inherited Marcel's Titan memories and would know about modern Marley and the overall plan of what they did at Paradise. We were wondering about uh, yeah. not or OG Ymir, but Ymir that we knew who was friends with um, Historia. Mm-hmm. How did she know about all these things? She knew because she had inherited Marcel's, Marcel's memories. memories. That actually makes a lot of sense. Ties up some things. Um, also, he has a question. What if there's more than nine main titans, but Marley scientists combined multiple powers into one? Yeah, I mean, you can see that in the Warhammer Titan. Definitely, it's fun to think about. It It does seem like there's only nine titans. That's been the lore. They've talked about that you know, continually. Um, why is it that number specifically? Is it well, just because know. they had three daughters and three daughters had three, you know, three additional kids? Is it because there's something else going on? Is Will there a they limit? ever explain it? Do they even need to? I'm not even sure. Could there be more Titans in the future? Could there be more than nine? Well, I think my, they have. My the guess have is to no, end. because especially with Marley and all their experimentation, if there was a way to make more Titan powers, I think they would have. Yeah, I think you're right. They had the majority of them. They had all but two of the nine. So. Attack on Murray. <laughs> Attack on Murray. <laughs> Jerry. Jerry. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Know. That's right. Falco does have the uh, the jaw titan. So what if he... What if we haven't seen him in, in his he jaw titan form? He has not transformed yet. One of our readers had a theory that like... That he would fly. Because his name's Falco. Like, of course. Because he's a falcon. He's going to be the falcon titan. I would lose my crap if that happened. <laughs> that would be very That would be cool. But it is true that the Titans do seem to look different when manifested through different shifters. So, like, um, Grisha's attack Titan looked very different than Aaron's attack Titan. Yeah. Very, very different. Yeah, like, the, the hairy chest. Zeke's the Titan looks more like Grisha's Titan did, which is interesting. And we don't know what... Uh, Cassaver's beast titan looked like we never saw it yeah, technically, but he made it seem like it wasn't very good for fighting I don't know. which Zeke is really good at so what the heck you would think that um, hereditarily you get your hair genes supposedly from your mother's dad your, mm-hmm. your grandpa on your mom's side so Aaron gets his genes from his mom's side so maybe he's not quite as hairy but maybe not. Zeke gets it from from his dad, though. No, from his from mom's. his mom's side. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So maybe she was. I don't know. I don't know. I also think it's interesting how different Ymir's jaw titan looked from Porcos. They were very different looking. So I yeah. wonder what Falco's is going to look like. Yeah. I mean, it would be crazy if his did look like. And remember, it took Aaron a while to like get control of his Titan power. Yeah. If I was Falco, I'd be like, "Hey, bro, let's get that on right now. We got to train you. We got to get you ready for combat because we don't have time." Keeping him out of the fight because he's not ready. He hasn't been training enough. But I think he's definitely going to come into play 
He's going to jump out of the plane and turn go Titan and be like, I have to save Gabby or That'd something. That'd be crazy if he did. Well, if he had intent, he could probably do it. He's, he's going to do it. If somebody threatened Gabby, I'm pretty sure he would grow wings and fly to save her. <laughs> yeah. Um, very interesting stuff. What what do you think happens with Mikasa and Aaron? I don't know. I don't feel like he deserves her anymore. <laughs> <laughs> we don't really know what's going we on in his head. We all know 100%. Jean has been holding a torch for her this whole time. Yeah, that's true. What and if they end up together? Somebody in said somehow? in the in the in his vision, flash, his wife looked very much. It like looked Mikasa. like Mikasa. I didn't think it was, but maybe it was. So in his dream, it's Mikasa it's there. Usually, it, I mean, yeah. Which is crazy because, um, he like goes to be with the Igarists and not with her. And it's like, bro, if you wanted the good life, the one that you want the good life with is walking out. You know, mm-hmm. maybe he knows he can never have her. He's just dreaming. I don't know. I don't know. Um, Sean says that he always found it interesting that Kruger and Aaron's Titan look so similar. They also s- share the same name. And Grisha yeah. birthed Aaron after eating Kruger. It's definitely some path stuff going on right there. Yeah. Oh, they showed the scar in the vision? So it was Mikasa. It, yeah, they did. I, I saw the scar. Dang. Yeah, what's going to happen with Mikasa and Aaron? Is she going to be the one to kill him in like a tragic love Will story? Will they somehow end up together and have a child in the future? Will they? Like, who knows? I don't think so. Probably not. This is not a happy story in the end. Okay, Rach. Don't get me wrong. In in Pete's happy place, there's Papa Browse, there's Sasha. We're They're making all potatoes. Together. Yeah. But um I just need I need to see someone to write that and release that. It's like, hey, that was all a dream. Here's the happy thing that took place. <laughs> you know, here's Hannes and here's all these guys and they're all just celebrating, you know, and yeah. everything's fine. I don't know. But it won't end up being fine. Okay. Uh final prediction. Do you think the 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 combination of additional titans has to play has more to do with anything? They're going to combine. Aaron has to combine more titans. In, in I don't the, know because he didn't intentionally kill the armor titan, mm-hmm. and it seemed like he could have killed the. Um, he could have killed Jaw, but he didn't. He could have killed Jaw, but he didn't. Right? I think he intentionally left Reiner alive for a purpose. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's a future he'd seen. Maybe it's something that he just didn't know and just didn't want to kill his friend. Something tells me Reiner's going to have a big part to play in whatever goes down next and that's why Aaron left him alive because we know Aaron can see the future or at least glimpses of it. Dang. I would love that. I would love if Reiner had a big part and kind of had like a cool redemption part because he's just been such a friggin' punching bag for the last the time. like season and a half. Um, yeah, okay. Tell me about the AOT spinoff school. Is it actually something that's like happy and therapy can we watch that i haven't watched it at all um but i've heard good things i've heard that it's pretty good do we have any emails that we want to we do okay i think we'll we'll save one for next next week save a couple for next week um yeah man this is a uh it's a very intense show i was talking to some people who had never watched it before Mm -hmm. and uh they're like oh what's your podcast about i was like oh it's about this show you know they're like oh yeah and i'm like well it's a really deep, intense show, and there's like so many layers. And we we're just talking with Eric. Eric and Becca are watching Lost, and um, mm-hmm. he they're still on season one. And not to spoil anything for you guys, I won't spoil it because I care. But um, they're on season one, and so he's like, "Oh yeah, this is a big deal, and this is a big deal, and this is a big deal." And like part of me is like, "That does play a part in the layer," but like season one, like almost none so of those much issues. Potential. 
almost none of those issues are end game Mm-mm. enders. Mm-mm. They just lead you to find other end game things, right? They just lead you to more questions and more questions and more questions. But I'm saying that like none of the problems in season one are like end game problems in Lost. And just like Attack on Titan, like, hey, who's behind, you know, the royal family? It's like, it doesn't really matter. Aaron's got to kill everybody. You know, like, <laughs> what's in the basement? Who cares? Right. Like, I mean, yeah, you yes, it did matter. Kinda, kind of important. It but did also, matter. Eh. All these steps did lead us to this place. But also it's like, I can't tell these people what the show's really about. Mm-hmm. So I can only tell them like the show's about intrigue. It's about what's really right and wrong. It's about the the, the morality of mm-hmm. of killing some to save others. And it's kind of about, you know, humanity versus monsters and what monsters really are. Yeah. And they're like, oh, it sounds dumb. I'm like, you haven't seen the show. You don't understand. It's four episodes deep of onion just peeling away the layers. Yeah, it's definitely, it's a thing. All right. Well, thank you guys for hanging out. We will be back here next week. Same bat channel, same bat time. Because next week isn't the isn't the break, right? Correct. We have one more before the break. Okay. Um, and for the time that is the break, we're gonna we've got some stuff that we we got planned. Do we? Works. We do. No yeah. one tells me the plans. Yeah. Or- <laughs> um, yeah, guys. Thanks for showing up. The inmates ran the uh, asylum today, and uh, Eric will get back soon. So, you guys have an amazing night, and Cheers. we will catch you all. Make sure you guys uh, hug your loved be ones. Good, be safe. Don't murder your friends with a gun, and uh, definitely don't be flock. <laughs> don't be. Except. His indomitable will to live, no matter what. That's okay. Hey guys, thanks again for watching and listening to our show, Beyond the Basin Podcast. If y'all are enjoying it, go ahead and leave us a five-star review on iTunes or wherever else you listen to our show. Check out the description below for links to our awesome Attack and Titan merchandise. And join us live on Sunday nights on Facebook for all of Season 4. And some of our best content is on YouTube, including me. So go ahead and check that out. And lastly, if you guys have any questions or just want to chat with us, please email us at beyondthebasinpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks again, and we'll see you guys in the next video.